Welcome to the Love of Dirt podcast. I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today I'm going to be talking about my favorite things to grow in spring. So my immediate answer to this is everything. I know, I know, um, spring for us in the subtropical climate here in Brisbane is a little like summer for most of the the rest of the other climates. It, with autumn, is probably one of the most ideal growing conditions for us before it gets too hot. So we have to be super organized and make sure we get everything in before summer hits and just basically kills all of our gardening dreams. So with that said, what are some of the things that I love to grow? So the first one, which is something that I started growing last year, late last year, is the tromboncino. So it's kind of like a zucchini. Um, if you pick it when it's, um, before it sort of starts to really ripen up. Um, but if you leave it on the vine, it will turn more to like a butternut pumpkin. And it's this really long, um, funny looking vegetable, kind of like a gourd looking thing, but, um, it is actually edible. Um, it's so versatile and it takes up a lot less space because it actually climbs on a trellis really well. So these guys don't love humidity, so you really do need to get them in in springtime. The next thing is cucumbers. So our kids eat cucumbers like they breathe. Um, They are really a staple in our household, Um, so they have to be grown and we have to grow lots of them. So I opt for the Lebanese varieties, as I'm a little bit lazy and I don't like to peel the thick skins. Um, So I love just handing a cucumber to the kids and they can, off they go. So... This year I'm going to be experimenting with a bunch of different types. Um, If you've got a really good one that you love to grow, I would love to hear it um, so I can give it a whirl. The next thing is bush bush beans as opposed to climbing beans. Um, So I have an issue at the moment with bean fly in my garden. So it's like a little fly that lays its eggs in the top of the leaves of the bean plant when it's sort of just germinated. And they burrow through the stem and then hatch out right at the base of the soil. Um, It kind of looks like you've overwatered your beans. They kind of just collapse and they look very sad. So I have to stick to bush beans at the moment and put a net over them to avoid this. Um, I should probably actually be giving them a um, rest in our gardens, but it's one of the staple things that we grow, um, that we eat in our household. So I need to sort of... I'm going to give this season a whirl. If um, if I get some destruction again, I will give it a break. Um, but my favorite tasting bean is a Blue Lake and then closely followed by the Royal Burgundy. So the Blue Lake is just your, I think it's actually the one that you get in the supermarkets. It's the round green bean and the Royal Burgundy is very similar, um, but it's purple. Um, they do sort of turn green when you cook them though. So I don't want to waste my time on tasteless beans. Last year I got um, a climbing um, wax, Cherokee wax, sort of um, was a yellow bean. And oh my God, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. I don't know if it was my soil because it was in a pretty terrible um, position, but they were really, they were really gross. I'm not going to, I'm not sure if I'm going to give them another chance. I've still got some seeds left, but we'll see how we go. Uh, cherry tomatoes is another one. Um, my daughter is actually, um, she has a contact allergy to tomatoes. So I've actually started growing a yellow one and she doesn't think they're ripe. So she doesn't like, she loves them. She will eat them if she sees them in the garden. Um, but 
it's a little, it's called a honeybee. So I sort of sneak them to my son because he loves them. But she just thinks they're not ripe, so they'll be yucky. Um, it doesn't take them. Um, but this honeybee cherry tomato, have a look out for it. It is so sweet and it's so prolific. And it's, yeah, it's just a beautiful tasting cherry tomato. The other sort of stock staple is a zucchini. So they are notoriously bad for getting powdery mildew um, when it gets too humid in our climate. It doesn't matter. Like everyone says, oh, don't water the leaves, but it doesn't matter. It's just humid in our climate. So they are going to get that moisture on the leaves and they are going to get um, powdery mildew no matter what you do. Um, so I like to get these guys pumping out the zooks early in spring. So we've got heaps. Um, we grate a lot and store them in the freezer to add to spaghetti bolognese and do lots of hidden veggies. Um, and they're so versatile, so easy to grow, and they're just a great staple to have in the garden. So if you sort of put these in a little bit later, you might get a little bit disheartened because they probably won't do as well in our climate. Corn is another thing that I love to grow. Um, it's There's nothing better than fresh corn right from the garden, right? Um, so this year I'm going to be experimenting with loads of different varieties, not at the same time as they all sort of cross-pollinate with the um, when they're flowering. So... I'm hoping to try some um, glass gem corn. I'm going to do the Balinese um, sweet corn as well. Normally I just go for hybrids, but I do want to mix it up a little bit this year. Um, so when you're planting corn, make sure you do it in a grid. Do a minimum of nine, 12 is better. Um, don't put them in big long rows. Make sure they're, they're, they need that sort of um, cross-pollination um, to happen to get you all your kernels happening <laughs> so the last thing is sweet basil i have loads of different perennial basils in our garden and i do love them the bees love them but there is really nothing that beats the taste of a sweet a lush sweet basil so they they do pretty well in our heat in summer but i just make sure i get loads happening early spring um to stock the freezer up with a supply of pesto and also I do heaps of dried basil which we use constantly over the cooler months. So there are so much, there's so many other things that I love to plant in spring and I could just keep going and going and going um, but you can grab a full list of things of what to plant um, this month um, from my website um, if you just head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast, there'll be a link to um, my planting guide. Um, it's a printable one that you can just sort of print out and refer to for the month. And if you sign up to my list, you'll also get weekly reminders of what to plant as well. So I hope you found that helpful and I can't wait to speak to you next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe, check out other episodes, or grab some of my free food growing resources, head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast.